Welcome to Live with Dom Marie podcast here at Dom Marie Healthy and Fit, where we bring you incredible episodes that will leave you inspired and always wanting to come back for more. And today I am so excited because I have the most delicious assembly of French foods from the bakery Moulin. M-O-U-L-I-N, Moulin Restaurant. It is a Paris everything restaurant. The locations are in Newport Beach, Laguna Beach, Dana Point, San Clemente, and Costa Mesa. And they are open from 8 to 3. And you want to have the feel of Paris? All you need is go to Milan. Also go on to their website and you can get so many fantastic goodies shipped to your home and have such a beautiful romantic like you weekend, week, weekday, you name it. Laurent is coming on today to give us a private tour from behind the scenes of the restaurant. Hold on for him to come on with his amazing French accent and all of the amazing things he's going to share with us. So this is the oldest one. This is where we got started. And this is where I spent most of my time around lunchtime. Yes. And it is always jam-packed. Always. Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, if you look behind me, it's 2 o'clock. And you'll notice wow. I'm waiting in line. Oh uh, my! Like oh, uh, love it! I, I love it. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that a lot of people uh, all of a sudden got two shots of vaccine, and it's I, like they're running out of the house, going, "Let's go celebrate!" Absolutely, absolutely. And who wouldn't want to celebrate in a French? cafe and I love everything about the cafe from the very first time I ever ate there it, it, it literally makes me feel like I'm back in Paris it has everything Paris and I absolutely love that and I love that everybody speaks French in your yeah, all your employees yeah uh, a lot of, it wasn't that easy at the beginning for products it was a little easier because I went to France and hired French bakers and pastry chef and chef de cuisine and all that stuff. So uh, when it comes to the product, I could get the French people to come and make it. But when it comes to service, uh, but what happened? After a few years, a lot of French people, a lot of European in general know we're here. And uh, a lot of people uh, introduced themselves and I'd love, I'd love to work here. And so uh, we have about 100 employees and I'd say about 40% are from France, and then we have a lot of Europeans, Persians, Americans, Mexican, uh, Chinese, Japanese. Yeah, we got people from all over the world. Amazing, 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 amazing. So, Laurent, when you first left Paris to come to the United States, what was your big dream when you first arrived here? Were you thinking restaurant, or were you thinking surfer living California? Well. Uh, I don't, everybody around here knows I don't come from the restaurant business. I mean, I grew up in Paris, I'm born and raised in Paris, but in the early 80s, uh, I spent all my summer vacation on the Atlantic coast where my family had a little home. And uh, the minute I had the opportunity to go surf in California, uh, I came to California, and that was in 1984. And uh, I, at the time, I just came to surf. And, you know, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to be here six six months or six years. 
Anyway, it's almost been 40 years now. And long story short, I had an incredible career in the action sport business, uh, surfing, skateboarding, snowboarding, apparel, and everything related to it. And uh, I had a great career for 25 years. I stopped working exactly 10 years ago. Traveled the world, my wife and daughter, followed a couple other passions with sports. But the one thing that was always in the back of my mind, because I missed it, and I missed it since the early 80s, was a little French cafe, a little bakery, where I could have the product that I grew up with as a kid. And of course I go to France, I go to Paris every few months, but I live here, a lot of my friends live here, my wife lives here, and it just, every few years, I would just go, one day, if I have the opportunity to do it, and do it right, I will open a Parisian cafe, bakery, sandwich, I call it street food. Now, street food in America and street food in Paris is very different. You know, street food in Paris, you know, and, and another misconception, which I wanted to fight, was that in the 80s, a lot of people associated French food with expensive food. People were like, well, French food is fancy. French food is, French restaurants are stuffy. French food is expensive. I'm like, not at all. Mm -hmm. I grew up in Paris, in Montmartre. You know, we didn't have big beans. And I can assure you that everything I serve here, I mean, the experience at Moulin is a $2 to $20 experience. Um, a pastries, a croissant, a baguette, a baguette sandwiches, coque monsieur, coque madame. I mean, we're talking just a few dollars. And mm -hmm. I can assure you, because of the experience, and it's not about just the food. I mean, the food is the hero. But what I always wanted to do is, at the end of the day, Paris, as you know, because you've been there, yes. the number one visited city in the world. So many people from all over the planet want to go to Paris. So many Americans go to Paris. And I was like, okay, if so many people go to Paris and they come back and they talk about the cafe and they talk about the bakeries and they talk about the little streets, markets, mm -hmm. well, I'm going to do the exact same thing under one roof right down the street from the house. And it worked. And now we have five locations, no more. That's it, I'm done. Five stores. <laughs> because at one point, you, you can reach can reach your point, and that, that's the, only, the other problem in America is everybody wants you to go big, bigger, bigger, bigger all the time. At one point, if you do too many stores, if you add distance to it, then you cannot manufacture the product by hand every day. You know, Correct. You look around me. So that was the next question. So Laurent, all of your food and the products are imported from Paris. Yes, yeah, so, so the way it works is very simple. If it's in a bottle or in a box, we make it. If it's not in a bottle and if it's not in a box, okay, we made it. So, for example, mm -hmm. you know, it's 2 p.m. and I'm sitting right now in the bakery, and you'll notice that it's all dark uh -huh. because the bakers, the bakers work at night, right? And so, obviously, right now, no one is baking yeah. because they all went home at noon. And we bake here all our croissant, all our baguettes, everything we need for the five stores oh, every single yeah. night. Oh, and it, well, I want to start eating it. And you have no idea how hard this is to be around all these yummies and not want to eat them all. I know. And look at that. All right. So, how about you explain this tart to us? And so that, that's that's a basic seasonal fruit tart, very mm -hmm. simple, on a chocolate shell. Yes. Okay? So it's a chocolate uh, tart shell, and it's got so mixed good. fruits. Yeah. Um, 
the base of it, the bottom underneath the fruit, is a very light complexion. And, you know, no added sugar, no added whatever mm. on top of it. Seasonal fruits, the seasonal fruits, so obviously good. change with the season. And that's what it's all about. And it's got a little piece of chocolate on top of it. Yes, right here. Everybody loves, loves chocolate. And uh, there it is. It has your label on it right on there. Your little, yeah. yeah. And then, so this one right here, how about we talk about this one? So uh, that's a uh, mango passion fruit uh, mousse and a dome, which happens to be one of the few desserts we do every single day, which are gluten free. Oh! Okay, so, yeah, every day we have two or three desserts. This is the number one mango passion fruit, coconut on the outside, gluten free dessert. Love that. It smells. I mean, I wish I could like throw the smells out into the podcast because it smells incredible. Okay, so. I'm I when I go into the bistros in Paris, to the little cafes and restaurants in Paris, and I love the smell and I love how colorful everything is. So then I was totally drawn to this one that just oh my gosh, it just like is captivating. So we've got this dessert. Yeah, so that's a, that's a raspberry shoot. Okay, so it's it's a it's a. <laughs> So it's got a base, it's got a biscuit base with a shoe, it's cut in half. Mm -hmm. It's got a beautiful crepe pâtissière, which is raspberry based. It's got a couple of raspberries on the outside. It's got a little creme chantilly on the top. It's got pistachios. Uh, and then mm -hmm. the little moulin emblem, yep. by the way. Is right there. Edible. It's an edible chocolate, yes. Ooh, I might have to eat that one. <laughs> Okay, so then this was another one that is um, absolutely delicious. I mean, look at how they're made. They're so pretty, you almost don't want to eat them, but how can you well, not? That, yeah, that's, that's the Boule Blanche. You know, the French pastries, and this is very important, you know, and I remember when people first looked at our pastries in the pastry case, people were like, why are pastries so small? They're not small, they're French size. Okay. It, it, it's all about portion size. Mm -hmm. You've been here hundreds of times. On pastries, on salads, and sandwiches. I mean, French people, it's all about it. And, and a lot of people go, well, mm -hmm. you guys eat pastries all the time. You guys eat all this beautiful food. But French people somehow are pretty skinny. They are skinny because they walk everywhere and they eat smaller portions. Well, exactly. It's, it's, we walk everywhere. We sit down at meals. Mm -hmm. and we have our meals for a couple hours, and our portion size, you know, our, 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 it's the right size. So yeah, you can have a pastry after lunch as long as you're not, you know, you're not eating a full cake. Um, and uh, yes. all the pastries you have in front of you, yes, uh, that's a, that's a point of our most chocolate croissant. Okay, which in French we call the pain, pain au chocolat. In the southwest of France, they call it chocolatine. Oh, I like that. Can you say that again? Chocolatine. 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 Mmm. Chocolatine. Beautiful viennoiserie, which we make by hand every night. And I can assure you, for uh, for $4, you can't eat it. That's for sure. Absolutely. 
What do you think I get every time I come see you? <laughs> and then the famous croissant. Traditional, traditional butter croissants. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's no such thing as a real bakery without a French butter croissant. Now again, just like the baguette you showed earlier and the croissant. You know, you go to your local American supermarket and you see something that on the bag or it says croissant or baguette. It's not the real deal. I can assure you it's not the real deal. Okay. This stuff is hard to make. It can only be made all night. Um, and that's why our places have become so popular. I'll give you an example. Behind me. Okay, so here we go. Okay. Ooh, yes. Okay. So I'm showing you what is known as a proofer. Okay. So the dough, okay, the dough is in there at a specific temperature, which happens to be 29 degrees Fahrenheit. And you'll notice there's a timer. Oh, yes. So, so the timer is going to go on at a certain time tonight, and the dough is going to start to rise. And then the baker is going to come in at 1 o'clock in the morning because the dough will be at a certain height. It will pull it out and put it in an oven like this. Mm -hmm. okay. Or in the case of the baguette, I'll show you something else. Right there. Okay. So one, two, three, four levels. Wow. So that gets made. So right now, none of this is in action. Obviously, because the bakers are asleep, you know, all our machines are turned off. This is with, you know, and, you know, all the ingredients are here. Okay. We buy, this is all flowers imported from Europe, France. Okay. And it, it's just very basic stuff. All our stuff is here. No secret. And we make it every night. Yeah. People like to have it in the morning. And that's it. And, you know, people keep asking me, we want more stores. Open more stores. We can't open more stores. I have five stores all within 20 minutes. If we do more stores, I can assure you the product will not be the same. And if the product is not the same, people like you will stop coming. And then what's the point? I love that you're that honest and that you're that positive and I believe you that if you grow further it's harder for you to be at every store and controlling the quantity and the how everything is so personally made by all of your chefs like just they love it they're like they they put it together when you go into the pastry shop like the little one in Laguna they have a little bit of the pastries and the um the the sandwiches and the uh please help me out with the um it's like a pressed panini oh the, the, the panini yeah yes and you yeah, can go there and it's it's absolutely delicious and i have to tell you because of living with multiple sclerosis myself and having colitis you're the only place that i can eat a pastry because it doesn't have all of the stuff in it that my body hates. Yeah. No, and you know, I, I hear it, obviously MS is, is, is a next level, but obviously a lot of people are celiac or, or gluten intolerant. When it comes to celiac, that's, that's extreme. But a lot of people are gluten intolerant, and they keep telling me, oh, we come here, we eat the baguette, we eat the sandwich, we have those salads, and we don't have a gluten intolerance problem. Yes. It's all about the ingredients, and unfortunately, America, and luckily things are changing, 
and a lot of the consumers have changed. But in America, for the longest time, it was it was people people went out just to get fed. Okay, I, I'm not into this. I don't wake up in the morning with a dying the dying need or desire to feed people. Okay, I, I don't want to be in the business of feeding people. I want to be in the business of people having the right experience, the right product. Um, it takes time. Uh, into my storage, all the decors come from homes, all the chairs come from homes, all the tables, the way we serve, what we serve and what we don't serve, okay, the answers here are the same as if you flew into Paris, walked into a cafe or bakery, and asked for certain things, okay, nothing here is Laurent specific, everything is Paris specific. I love that, and that's why you have such an amazing product and company that every one of us that have visited your locations crave it and want to keep coming back for more. And then when we have family members that come into town or friends, we're like, we gotta go, to, we gotta bring you here. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is so delicious. And I also love that when we sit anywhere in the cafe or outdoors, I feel like I'm in Paris on the little bistro tables, in the little chairs, and I love all of the art. So can we talk about how you come back to Paris many, many times throughout the year, and you search, and you show us the amazing tours that you go on to purchase all of your like decorations throughout the restaurant to make it feel like a real well, you know, Paris cafe. I grew up in the 18th district of Paris, known as Montmartre. And Montmartre, which is the, in Paris, is one hill. Mm -hmm. On top of that hill, there's a church. Yep. And so, so the 18th district um, is a very basic, known as the artist district in Paris. When we were kids, you know, number one, we, we love we love hanging out in the cafes in between you know, classes, and we skip school to hang out in the cafes. <laughs> and, you know, when we wanted when we wanted to court a, a young lady. Everything happened at the cafe. We we played handball. We played football. It's not quite like in America where people went to the drive-through here or went to the beach or no. In Paris, in France, it was all about hanging at the cafes. So that's my love for the cafes. Number one. So I fell in love very young. Number one, the the, the guy that owned the cafe, he was he was the godfather. Okay, we were kids, 13, 14, 15, 16 years old. All the boys, all the girls went to the cafe. The guy that owned the cafe, at any time, could kick us out. We had a lot of respect for him. So from a young age, I wanted to be that guy, number one. Number two, the tables, the chairs, the, the, ceramic, the ceramic, the advertising sign of the 70s and 80s. I was infatuated by them. I, I loved those signs. I loved what they represented at the time. And as I became older, and especially in America, I just love those objects. My mom has an antique store. Has had an antique store in Paris for forty years. And then something else a lot of people might know is the oldest flea market in the world is one hundred and thirty years old. It's known as Les Puces, the Fleas of Saint Ouen, which is right at the bottom of Montmartre in the eighteenth district. And so, as kids on the weekend, because of our love for, for the objects, vintage, <laughs> I went. I went and hung out at the Puce, and some of my first jobs were also at the markets. You know, I sold veggies, I sold porcelain at, at the markets to make a quick dollar. And so, as I grew up in America and had this other career, you know, and I think 
as a lot of us get older, you know, childhood, you know, when you're 25, 30 years old, you don't really think about when you were 15. But when you're 55 years old. You think about when you were 15. Of course, yeah. In my case, you know, I very much remember when I was 15, uh, 16, 17, and so on. So childhood memories are very important to me, especially being on a different continent. Mm -hmm. um, so I go to France every four to six months. I hop in a truck. I travel all through France, flea markets in Paris. I go all over the place, north, south, west, east. And, and I go and try to find it. It's the search. You know, it's the search for that cool sign, that cool object. Yeah. Um, you know, if you go and we can, we can walk through Yes, bit, bring know, me uh, through the restaurant. You know, all those signs you see behind me. Yes. Signs, you know, right there. Every, every sign you see in the store, you know, all the arts, all the industrial lights, everything, you know, comes from my, all my tables, all my chairs. Um, so, and when people walk in here, they're like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> this, this place, you know, before they even see the food, and we'll walk outside and take a look. Unfortunately, at this time of the day, you know, those at 3, it's 2.20, so at this place, I'm pretty much being decimated, and there's very little left, which is a good thing. But um, you know, people walk in here um, on the you know, the patio, the fountains. I, I love the fountain, and I love that you have all this, all the tables all around by the fountain, right outside, and it's just it's magical. You have recreated Paris for us right here in California. For, for dinner with my family, and I love going to um, that little sushi joint owned by a Japanese family. I love to go to that little taqueria owned by Mexican immigrants. I like to go, <clears throat> one of my favorite dish is chicken fall. And I know a couple of Vietnamese places who make incredible chicken fall. I love going you know, to the Italian guy, to the Belgian guys, and they're all family businesses. They're all landed by people that care and come from that culture. And, and you, you want to have, you want to have that food, that experience, that culture with the people that know it best. You know, unfortunately, and again, it's changing, and, and the pandemic had a lot to do with it. You know, I just read a couple of days ago that 160,000 restaurants have gone away in America in the last 12 months. Uh. It's sad, but at the same time, if you look around, I, I challenge anyone, if you look around every town where you at, whoever was serving the right product, whoever had the right brand before the pandemic is still standing and most likely is stronger than ever. So true. I absolutely 100% agree with you. So, so people know better. And, and the good thing that I think a lot of us worldwide are getting out of this pandemic, which has been devastating, you know, more quality time, more family time. Um, which everybody's slowing down, which is a good thing. Uh, French people are very good at slowing down. French people never did anything fast. Anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and, you know, it, it is, it's very important spending time with friends, family, around a table, uh, with a beautiful food, great food, simple mm -hmm. food. Uh, nothing here breaks the bank. That, that, was, that 
it was a very important thing to me. You know, in the 70s, we didn't have a lot of money. We loved some of this product. Luckily, we could afford it. Um, so that's what Moulin is all about. It's about comfort, family, love, great quality food, amazing champagnes and wines. Your wine list is fabulous. And then your favorite, champagne. Laurent, Laurent Perrier champagne. Yes. yes. Now, one, one quick thing about the wine and the champagne. Same thing, you know. Um, in, in the traditional, in, in, in one thing that's important, a lot of people walk up to me go, a lot, I love your restaurants. The reason why people love my restaurants it's because they're not restaurants. They're, they're not. Cap no, they're not. They're, they're cafes, bakery, market stores, mm -hmm. with a few tables outside and a lot of tables outside. And we happen to be in a place where eating outside is, is great. Um, you know, who, who has got Paris in other European cities, in Rome, in Barcelona, okay? Even in London or Moscow, you, you sit outside and you, you, do keep, you watch people walking by. Fountains. French music, we got all those ingredients around us, and, and it's uh, it's very important with the wine, you know, the restaurants. So many restaurants are selling you know, expensive wine. We, we we sell a lot, and the majority of the wine we sell, and all the wines we sell are from France. Everything's imported, mm -hmm. and our everyday wine, which French people drink from Bordeaux, from Bourgogne, is nineteen to twenty-five dollars a bottle. Yep. Okay. And that's the price it's supposed to be, okay? Do we sell $100 wine? Of course we do, and they're incredible. But my job is to make sure you get an incredible $20 French wine. That's what's having the most fun. When people come back and go along, I had this, you recommended this great Côte du Rhône, Rosé de Provence, or Sauvignon Blanc, or Sauterne, or whatever. And it, it, it's $20, $25 a bottle, okay? Uh, and that's favorite, perfect to grab yeah. and to put together a little basket of all of these, like your favorite things, and go on a picnic and have a romantic dinner, or just treat yourself and get a book and get lay on a blanket under a tree, and get back to really what Paris is all about: enjoying conversation and out and being outdoors and the beautiful music and. Just, I mean, everything that our children, as you know, Laurent, they're all in Paris, but yes. Paris has been in that really tough lockdown. But every day they go to the little cafe where they're living and they get bread. Everyone goes and gets stuff from the little restaurants and then they all sit right there by the Eiffel Tower and eat. And they have the best time ever. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put my mask on because I'm going to walk inside the restaurant. Perfect. Okay. And yes. I can, can talk about a couple of share, you know, some of the product on the shelf. I would love that. And also my favorite jam. <laughs> we got to talk about this when you get out there. That's my favorite jam. Okay. So talk a little bit louder for me with your mask on. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to get a little closer. I'm going to talk a little louder. Uh, so again, just a quick, uh, let's go take a quick look outside, and uh, and I'll show you what this patio uh, is all about, since you described it so well. So, ah, uh, yes! I love it. It's hot today, it's almost 90 degrees, 90 degrees, red umbrellas, uh, a table, a chair, 
Which one was your favorite candy? Right here. Hold on, hold on. Right there. Doctor, forget, forget, can, forget candy. <laughs> oh. This is the real deal. Okay. You have one, you have the whole box. So be aware. Be aware. Um, There's something that uh, kind of started because my wife, we have, we have a house in Provence. And uh, this is something we, we, we were selling a ton of this. This is a very special, it's southern France, typical southern France uh, tablecloth. Mm -hmm. And you've got your traditional tablecloth, which people are used to with you know, all the French motifs. But you also have what's called a toit sirene. And, and in all the French homes, especially outdoor, you'll see a lot of those in the summer because you can put a sponge to it. And uh, you don't have to wash them. You can put a sponge to it. You can hose them. So it's, it's all the beautiful, beautiful twist ceiling, all the different shapes. So the bottom line is whatever we put on the shelves just flies out. Yes. Everything here is from France. Everything is imported. Uh, we're running out, we're running out of pastries, as you can tell. Oh my goodness! Yes, you are. Yes, yes, yes. But I'll go, I'll go behind the But that is the best thing and such a compliment to you every single day that you sell out of everything. So, so, you know, we still have a few pastries for the next 30 minutes and then it all goes away and I usually, uh, uh, this is, how can I buy favorite? This is a very well-known product. This is a flan. It's a Parisian flan. Not to be confused with something else a lot of people like, which is the Mexican flan. 
This is a very cool, good, basic product. Here's a nice, Yum. Pork. Napoleon. Okay, very famous Napoleon. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, you look, you look at, at 30 minutes before closing. And you're and, full. Yeah, people are still here. And uh, one of my favorite signs. Okay, beautiful vintage. And when it comes when it comes to porcelain sign, this is one of my most prized possessions right here. Wow. Those signs unless you're into signs, people will never will never understand how hard it is to, to find them. To find any of those signs. This is a sign that here from the seventies about the bread. You know? And uh, yeah, lots of signs everywhere. Um, I have an incredible collection of thermometers. Yes. Original thermometers. Uh, again, made out of porcelain. Very hard to find. Uh, check this one out. This is a very cool price concession. Very big thermometer, which works. Anyway, so so, you know, so the best part, Laurent, I remember saying to you, how can I buy all of these accessories? And then you opened a boutique where everybody can go and purchase the, well, your tables, your you chairs, know, some of the signage, and all of the adorable little, like, figurines. As you know, we have... We also have another store next door to the cafe here in Newport. Mm -hmm. We pull an antique. We sell antiques. We sell the chairs from Paris. We sell the tables, all the original. Um, and a lot of people are like, hey, you got to put this stuff on the internet. I say, no, we can't. I cannot put this stuff on the internet because I only have, there's not, it's not an unlimited supply. And uh, so, you know, some people call us, uh, people call us from very far away in the U.S. to, to buy a gift card. You know, you can buy a gift card online at Bluland.com and, 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 you know, you can buy a $20 gift card and send it to a friend of yours that lives here, a kid, or, and then people call us here in Newport Beach and we help people out. They can contact us through the website, Bluland.com. Uh, same thing with the catering and all that good stuff. But, but at the end of the day, Dominic, you know, there's a lot of things that I could be doing if I wanted to sell more, but it's not about selling more, mm -hmm. okay? If, if, if I wanted to sell more, I'd be selling parts for Boeing. Okay? <laughs> uh, okay? This is a really hard thing to do. It's really a hard thing to be collecting. Okay? Um, if any of your audience thinks they should be in this business to make a lot of money, well, try another business. Okay? Because if you're not passionate about this, if, if it's not inside you from the heart to the stomach, it's just not going to work. So true. And I'm glad that you just said that because a lot of people think let's start a restaurant and let's like franchise it and get it moving everywhere. And then that's where you lose the authenticity of who you originally wanted to become as a owner. And that's what I love about your five stores. I mean, I get approached all the time and people go, we want to work with you and franchise this. No, it's not recognizable. Serious? Okay. You can't. Even me personally, could I do, could I do another store next year? Of course. And I'd have six. And then I'd have seven. But I know, I know, I know my place. And I know the limitation. We do six or seven stores. The chocolate mm -hmm. possible not be the same. The 
percentage should not be the same. The patient will not be the same. Because all of a sudden, oh, I'll give you a perfect example. You know, what, what we have here in the proof work for tomorrow, well, this will have to be a much bigger machine. It'll have to be remote, far away from here. And, and it'll, have to, it'll have to start much sooner the previous day. The product won't be as fresh the following day when you're buying it. What's the point? What's the point? My friends shop here. My daughter works here. My wife is here. That's what I want. I just, you know, I don't need to sell one more piece of whatever to make 50 cents more. I love that. Thank you for being so honest. Thank you yeah. for sharing your beautiful baby with us. And this was the first location, everybody, that Laurent has been touring us with. And the other locations, if you are in California, you may visit the Newport Beach location where you are right now. And you have your Costa Mesa up in um, the Soco. You also have um, New I love Dana Point. Thank you so much for bringing one to Dana Point. You have San Clemente. Yes, and I'm missing one. Forest Avenue. Forest Avenue. Laguna Beach. Of course. How could I forget Laguna Beach? So five, five locations, eight to three, seven days a week. Very simple. Uh, all the prices with the exact same thing. Uh, you can order in English. You can order in French. You can order in just about every language. Since we have people here from all over the world. You know, the other thing about the cafe culture, it's not just a French thing, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, I've been all over Europe. I mean, if you, you uh, uh, Asia, I mean, only in America people forget to slow down. Fortunately, or fortunately, the pandemic happened, and all of a sudden, everybody had to stop for a second. Okay, so that's the deal. You know, we we attract a lot of people. You look at our patios any time of the day, mm -hmm. and half, more than half of the people are from all over the planet. People understand this concept. Uh, and, and there are a few, I mean, you know, in the state of California, I'm not you doing this. I've put French friends up and down the coast, you know, from San Francisco down to San Diego, that uh, have authentic. Uh, I think what sets us apart is because I've been for a long time, uh, I was able to put together a team that allowed me to have five incredible things. Five incredible pieces of real estate. Um, because the one thing you need to remember, and I always about this, yes, I make a great product, but if you don't put that great in America, unfortunately, Americans will always decide for convenience. Okay? If my product was 10 minutes away from here on the wrong street corner, it wouldn't be done, that we would not have that either. And so it's very important for people to remember. Mm -hmm. uh, but how great your product is in America, California in particular, in Southern California, in Newport Beach, you've got to try to do your best to put it right in front of them. Yes. Unfortunately, a lot of people around here, a lot of people don't really want to go out of their way. So I made sure that this product was the right product on, on the right place on the map. Okay, if you look at all my locations, secondary. Costa Mesa, I do believe we have prime real estate. You do. Also known as the 50-yard line. Okay? When you go to that football game, you want to be sitting at the 50-yard line. Exactly. You're sitting at the 50-yard line. 
Yes. Exactly. And I love that it's not just all, also, I want everybody to know that's watching. Um, if you're coming down to Southern California and you need a break from LA or wherever you are, it's not just pastries. You cook full meals also at your Newport Beach location. We, I mean, we, we serve, we serve poulet frites, we serve salmon with asparagus, we serve all the different Parisian omelets. You know, number one, cookbooks, you cook that up. Uh, steak frites, in the plat du jour, every single day. You can have a steak frite at 8 o'clock in the morning in mm -hmm. Newport Beach. Beautiful entrecote French spice meat, that are $19 every single day. Hey. So, you know, we have the salads, French people are familiar with the carotte, the celery remoulade, the Greek salad, quinoa, the kale, blah, blah, blah. But we eat a lot of hot meals, we serve a lot of hot meals. And, you know, people remember us, of course, with the desserts. I mean, the pastries, we sell a pastries. How can you not? Look at all this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But it's in, delicious. In the base, you know, the base, typical part. Uh, it takes special hands. We have, a, we have a beautiful pastry lab in Tosinesa. That's what we make all pastries in the surgery room. And uh, that manufacturer all our products. Yes. It's amazing. Amazing what you have created. And the fact that you have brought all of your love from Paris right here where I live. And I am so honored and so happy to call you my friend to be able to go into the restaurant and literally feel like i'm back in paris and that is just incredible that you have created that feeling well thank you don marie thank you very much you're no, so welcome that I, I mean it'll be seven years it'll be seven years September, and, and i think you've been coming in here for seven years mm -hmm. We have been, and now, now all your kids are in Paris. <laughs> They're all in Paris studying. Um, they'll be home in June, uh, and let's hope and pray that they open up before they come home, so they can actually sit in a cafe in Paris for the first time. But uh, frankly, I, I don't know what's going on in France, and Paris, and so on. In about two weeks from now, beginning uh, about May tenth, between May tenth and May seventeenth. A lot of things are going to be open in Paris, patio, beautiful weather, uh, and, and no matter what, I mean, they, they love their time in Paris, the culture, bring that back to America, uh, they'll be, uh, they'll be, by the time. Yeah, they loved, you know what, As even though they were not able to shop and do the touristy thing, they have done so much more than Robert and I have ever seen in Paris. They have truly enjoyed finding the little hidden corners and treasures of Paris and enjoying what the food is truly like and taking it outdoors and sharing it with friends and family. And it's just, Paris is the most romantic place in the world and I cannot wait to get back. Paris, we say Paris is All right, hold on, help me. Paris. Paris. Oh, you got stuck. Magnifique. Paris Magnifique. Paris est magnifique. Paris is magnifique. Paris is magnifique. Paris Magnifique. You think I would know this by now? I really should learn my French. I'm French. I should learn French. I need to come and have your daughter teach me how to speak French. Awesome. So. 
I cannot thank you enough for this amazing feast that you gave me to show all of our viewers. And it is absolutely delicious. And I, I'm just, I'm gonna have to dive in and eat one of them. Well, for having me on the show. And, uh, and I've known you for a few years. I've seen your show grow and grow and grow. And people have told a good movement or your cause. And, and it's pretty incredible. Love sharing conversation with you and your husband when you're by the fountain. Thank so, you. Hello, the next time you eat. You ever want to have another show another time in a few months? I would, I would love to. Go to location. Yes, let's do that. That would be amazing. Amazing. And Laurent, thank you once again for bringing all of us to us, for letting me do this show with you today, honoring me for one hour. And everybody, this podcast has been sponsored by Mulan today. And check them out. Follow them on their website because Milan tells, Laurent tells the most amazing stories when he is in Paris and he takes us along the adventures of finding the most beautiful treasures to bring back here to make yeah, you feel about, like you're home. You know, a lot of people focus on Instagram. Uh, I'm very easy to find that thumb. And uh, my next trip is I leave France at 11. And I'm going to be in France for two weeks. I'm going to be all over the place. Every day I film everything I see, everybody I talk to, and a lot of people, a lot of life stories because I'm going to show you Paris, I'm going to show you the free markets, I'm going to show you France like you've never seen before. And every time I come back, people go, how do I sign up for your next trip? I want to go along. Uh, <laughs> I go I go alone sometimes, and you'll see at this trip, my wife will be with me, we'll be cruising Provence and so on, and hopefully some people can follow and I follow the footsteps and cover some new places. I'm never going to take fancy. I'm never going to take the fancy press, but I'm always going to take you to the great. Yes, and I love that, and I love that you share it with us on your Instagram. So please keep sharing, and I will see you hopefully this weekend for some yummy food. Okay, don't worry. Okay, goodbye. Thank you, Laurent. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining into live with Domery. As you can see, I still have this magnificent feast around me with French champagne, croissants, desserts, my favorite jam, my favorite uh, baguette. And Laurent is absolutely phenomenal, and his restaurants are just like him. They are pure, they are French, and they make you feel like home. And wherever you go and you see him, he greets you like you are his family and everyone that works for him. So please, I would truly appreciate it if you would all follow his beautiful Instagram because if you have ever been to Paris or you may not have gotten there yet, watching his stories, looking at his beautiful feed, looking at how these pastries are made and the food and everything about Milan is just absolutely incredible. And he has music playing. You can also buy the adorable tables and chairs from his little boutique. You can also even order one of your favorite jams that maybe you tried sometime along the way when you were traveling and you went through Paris. Everything there is imported from 
Paris. It is true to absolute Perry, Paris, France. And Laurent is one of a kind. And as he said, he will not be making any more stores because he wants them to stay true to who he is and the absolute best of what he can bring to you. So please share this Instagram with all of your friends in Paris, all of your friends around the world who wish that they could go and that's where they can see how beautiful and how amazing they make these incredible pastries and the food and the wine and everything about it. And if you are ever in one of his stores, please tell him you said hello from me, from Marie. And he is absolutely fabulous. And thank you once again for joining Live with Marie podcast show. This episode will stay on this page forever. And in a week, it will be rolled over into IGTV. And then from that point on, you can watch it anytime you wish. And you can also download the entire episode on Apple and Spotify at Live with Domery. This is season three, and this is episode 37 with the owner of Mulan, the restaurant, as you can see right behind me, and all of these fabulous, delicious, oh, I don't know which one to eat first. Anyways, thank you so very much. I love you all. Have a fabulous evening, and I hope you enjoyed this beautiful tour here in California, but with Paris in memory of what Laurent grew up with on the streets of Paris and cafes, and he brought it right here to us. Have a fabulous one. Please share this story with everybody. It is so fabulous, and I cannot tell you enough about it. I want everyone to be able to experience this piece of Paris. Have a fabulous day. Goodbye, everybody. I gotta send that. Oh, I gotta turn that off.